Hey there, welcome to the Deliver On Your Business podcast, where you are the boss. I'm Ron from EntreeCourier.com. Entree is from entrepreneur, for somebody who is in business for themselves. And here's the deal, folks. If you're an independent contractor, you are operating a business, ready or not. So that makes you an Entree Courier. Welcome to the club. This podcast is here to help you think like a business owner and to thrive in your business. So let's get started, shall we? Well, it is the last Saturday of the month, Courier Nation, and that makes it the last Saturday of our 31-day Courier MBA series. Now, folks, I love Saturdays in late summer because it just makes me think that football season is around the corner. Now, personally, I'm a bigger college football fan than pro, but this brings up a bit of a question. You know, if you're a sports fan or even a fan of any kind of big TV event, does this create a conflict for you? Because here's what I mean. It's, it's you know, there's those big events where there can be a lot of people ordering food and, uh, you know, Saturday afternoons can can mean uh, some pretty good money. But, you know, that's that's one decision that I've made is that uh, I'm not driving when my Nebraska Cornhuskers are playing. I'm just I'm too big of a fan here. I'm too excited about uh, the season ahead. And uh, so I'm going to watch my team because I think this is going to be a great year for them. Now, that's not as hard a decision for me because I'm in Denver and Denver is more of a Sunday town than it is a Saturday town, you know, when it comes to football, because it's all about the Broncos here. Now, I like the Broncos okay, but it's not that same level of devotion. It's not that same level of passion. So, you know, there there are a lot of drivers that they will avoid driving when the Broncos are playing. They're going to stay home and watch. And what that means is you've got a lot more people that are watching, you know, and and so ordering the opportunity is greater and a lot less competition because of all the drivers that are staying home. So that can be a good money kind of day. I would have a harder time with that decision if I were a Broncos fan here in Denver than I do with Saturdays. But, you know, it is, it's one of those things that you start to think about. And it's kind of one of those boundaries that uh, sometimes you make a decision, which is better, you know, the things that you really feel passionate about personally, or the opportunity to go out and make money. We'll probably get into that a little bit more in the next few episodes. Do you have any conflicts like that? Or are there any kind of things like that? I'd love to hear about it. You can send me an email at ron at entrecourier.com or go to deliveronyourbusiness.com, which is our podcast page. You can go to the contact page there and click on contact and you could leave a voicemail or send a, an email through that page. Folks, it's time to start thinking about life after the MBA. We've been doing our 31 series on mastering your business attitude, but we are kind of in the final stretches. And so what do you want to hear about next? I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts about the kinds of things that you would like discussed or mentioned. I've mentioned this before, that the intent is that this podcast is supposed to be a, a weekly podcast. And we started with this 31-day daily series. Uh, but we are going to transition into weekly now that this ser- this is over. Now, I'm going to be taking off the rest of the week as far as podcasting once this is finished, just, just to recuperate from that 31-day blitz. But 
Uh, the plan right now is to drop new episodes every Friday morning, and that way they're kind of fresh for when you're getting into those busy weekends. So again, you know, let me know anything. Send me a, send me an email. Send me a voicemail that just tells tells me some of the things that you would like us to talk about in upcoming episodes. So Courier Nation, today we are in the last of our section on customer service, and it's a little bit different one. This one is where we're asking the question, when is it time to fire your customer? Because there comes a time in a business relationship where it's time to say enough is enough. How do you know when that time has come? More often than not, I think you just know, you know? Sometimes I think deep inside, something in you knows that it's time to go. Now, a lot of times we don't listen to that or it takes a while for us to really let that sink in. Sometimes you just figure it out. And then the time comes when it's just time to kick the client to the curb, to say, I'm done. You know, and and, uh, you could say, it's not you, it's me. And maybe it is. Maybe it is just you. Maybe it is them. Either way, that's okay. If it ever gets to that point, though, I think it's better to recognize it sooner rather than later. Now, here's a few things about that. One is I think there is a difference between firing your customer and firing one of their customers. And remember that a lot of this customer service series, we've been talking about how your customer is actually the company that you're contracted with. So that's Grubhub or Uber Eats or Postmates or DoorDash or any of these other independent contractor gig companies. Now, the time does come where we do want to fire one of their customers, you know, meaning the restaurant. And the nature of our relationship and everything allows us to do that. The ability to reject orders for whatever reason allows us to be a little bit selective on some of those restaurants. And and there are some restaurants I will not deliver from. I will not deliver for a restaurant that treats me terribly. Fortunately, there really are very few of those around in my experience. And sometimes that's more of a perception thing anyway. But more often than not, you know, for me, it's a business decision where I know that a particular restaurant just doesn't fit with my business requirements. I know that, uh, say, in uh, some of the uh, fast food chains, that there are some locations that I'm fine with and others I will not go. And it seems to be more of a matter that their staff just doesn't seem to have their stuff together, you know. And you go some places, you just know it's going to be a long wait. So in some of those cases where you just know that it's going to take longer than my required 40 cents per minute rule, then, you know, at that point I realize, okay, I'm not going back to that one anymore. There's some restaurants on DoorDash and Postmates that I will not deliver for, and it was really nothing to do with the restaurants as much as it has to do with it's an order and pay there. And especially, like, there's an ice cream place that is on the on the list for both of them. I will not go there because there's always a line, and you've got to wait in line when you're doing order and pay. And it's just, it doesn't pay well enough to do that. You might have certain end users that you refuse to ever deliver to again. That one's a little tougher because sometimes you don't know until after you've got the food. But the thing is, is that type of thing, you've got to respect your own boundaries. And uh, you've uh, there, there are times I think you just have to set a limit and say, yeah, I'm not putting up with that. And that's okay. But whether it's the restaurants or the end users, you know, we're talking more about the customer's customers. Now, here's another thing is that there's a difference between firing your customer and just deciding to move on in general. 
there's a time when I think it's just time to look at doing something different. We talk about this in some other episodes, like in episode seven, where we talked about having an exit plan, and in episode 22, where we talk more about knowing when to say when. You might decide that it just no longer makes sense to do the whole delivery gig, and that's okay. It can happen for a lot of reasons. You're no longer earning what you need to earn, or maybe your requirements have gone up and the delivery gig just can't meet that anymore. It may be that uh, something else has fit your why a little bit better. It may be that just doing the delivery stuff doesn't fit your why. And I encourage you to go to episode three to think about that. You might have caught the entrepreneurial bug and decided you wanted something that, that has a higher ceiling. Those kinds of things are okay. And the thing with a lot of these is, you know what, you may decide that it's time to move on, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to take a complete break. You might keep your options open. You might not decide to totally burn the bridge, you know. Uh, I've got certain passions that I would love to eventually become a full-time thing, but I could still see myself schlepping some food around from time to time, you know. But the thing is that there might come a time when it's just right to end the relationship with a particular customer. You might be okay with doing Grubhub, but you might say, okay, I've had enough with DoorDash. You might be okay with Postmates, but I've had enough with Uber Eats. You know what I mean? There may be a time when a particular customer has crossed the line, and, and you've got to set those boundaries, I think, sometimes. Now, I don't think that necessarily means just not using an app. So case in point would be like my current use, or really lack thereof, of Uber Eats. The bottom line is as long as their app isn't providing the information on where the customer is going or anything like that, uh, it doesn't give me the information I need right now. But I still make an occasional delivery for them. It's just enough to keep the relationship available in case anything changes. So sometimes you might cut back or maybe even totally stop doing something for somebody for a while, but you may still want to keep the options open. But I think that there is a time when the customer has crossed the line. I think there's a time where just on principle, you just decide, you know what? I'm done. I'm finished. And uh, here are a couple of things that I think you can think about when it comes to trying to decide that type of thing. I think it's the kind of thing that is a personal decision. I don't know that I could say, okay, this is the exact time. It really has to do with how you feel, with your emotions, with how you feel about just the whole delivery thing in general, and, and how you feel, your stress levels, different things like that when it comes to the particular delivery companies. One of the things might be that you just absolutely despise the company itself. And I suppose you could say this kind of falls into that it's not you, it's me kind of category. You know, if there's just something that happens somewhere in the interaction with the company and you just hate doing deliveries for them, it might be time to call it good. You know, it might be time to finish with them. I don't know that the reason that you despise them necessarily has to be a legitimate one. I know a lot of drivers who they absolutely hate Grubhub after this last pay model. I know drivers that absolutely hate DoorDash because of their pay model. And uh, and sometimes I think the emotion is so deep that whether or not you could argue your way out of the reasons doesn't really matter. Sometimes when that emotion is deep enough, it might be time to cut ties. 
I think a big reason that you might look at firing your customers when the customer crosses the line, especially when it comes to disrespect. And I'll tell you what, I think this is an area that maybe I struggle the most with um, because you can start with the whole premise of the relationship. When they make us independent contractors instead of employees, I don't have a problem with being independent contractors. In fact, I choose to do it because I am an independent contractor. What I have a problem with is when they make you independent contractors, but they expect you to be an employee but they don't want to pay you what they have to pay to be an employee. That's where I have a problem, and that's where I see disrespect, especially with certain companies. I believe right now it's possible to make a decent enough living doing this that even in this environment right now, I'm not sure it's crossed a line yet, but I got to say there's definitely a tension there. And, you know, in my opinion right now, Grubhub is the one that's really pushing the limits on this. You know, they try to crack down on drivers not accepting enough orders, and there's do, they're doing a lot of things that I would call bullying, you know. Uh, I think they, they try and create a pressure. Uh, they will put the word out more like a verbal statement to drivers um, from the driver specialists who are, you know, not supervisors, even though they are, but when these driver specialists will tell drivers that, uh, yeah, your acceptance rate is too low. You'll notice that it's never put in writing. It's never anything documented because they cannot legally do things because of things like your acceptance rate. You know, they've, they've had a thing lately of where they'll pause or they'll stop sending orders to drivers for several hours if they've dropped too low an acceptance rate. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that they can't legally do, and they're never going to admit it in a way that's documentable that they do it, but they do it. And it's just this, it's more of the culture that they create when they do this, because it's it's the thing that demonstrates that they know that they're not supposed to do it, but they do it anyway. And that's that kind of disrespect that I think is really kind of pushing up on the borders. And, uh, you know, and it may get to a point where I just finally decide, you know what? Uh, I cannot respect them as a company anymore. And uh, I'm not there yet, but I'm, if, if anything is close for me, it's, it's Grubhub in this situation. Yeah, there are some people that kind of feel that way with, Grub, with DoorDash and with the uh, pay structure where, you know, DoorDash says that uh, they're just supplementing lower pay orders, but most drivers will feel like, you know, what they're doing is they're using tips as an excuse not to pay them out of their own pockets. Kind of depends on how you see it and how you look at it. And for some people, that is enough of an area of disrespect that it just crosses the line. I think the thing is, is if any of these issues get to be emotional enough for you, you know, again, that may be, you know, your line, your threshold might be a certain level and somebody else's might be somewhere else. And that's okay. But when it's crossed your threshold, you may decide I'm done with this company and that's okay. You know, the other one would be maybe when your worth is more than what they are willing or able to meet. Now, when I was in telecom, we had some customers that, man, they always wanted to chip away at our value. They would try and argue out of every bill. They would always try and get that downsized. And we finally just had to say enough. We finally had to say, you know what? It's time for you to go find somebody that you can afford because we evidently are not that company. 
And uh, life was so much easier when we finally did that because it just took away so much of the stress. I think there's two things that can happen in this area. Now, one is if the company reduces what it's going to pay, that it's no longer worth it. You know, we've seen a couple of uh, pay model changes uh, with Grubhub and Postmates, and uh, we've got another pay model change that's getting ready to drop from DoorDash. We just don't know what it is yet. And uh, when it gets to a point where it seems like every time they're improving pay, the improvement is for them, not for us. And I think you see this in the rideshare section a lot. There have been a lot of reductions over the last couple of years. I think it's the same thing is going to happen on the delivery side. And we're just a few years behind. Where is the point where those reductions are too much to meet your value? This is why it's very important that you establish a value, that you have a minimum goal that you need to make. And, uh, and and there's a point where I think you got to hold the line. And if they get to a point where they can no longer meet that because they're dropping it, it's time to say goodbye. But the other thing that happens is that sometimes your value has increased enough that you've kind of bumped up against the ceiling. I've talked about this a number of times that I think there is a ceiling. There is a limit to what we can make because it's the kind of thing that is you're trading your time for money and time itself is limited. So when you get to that point where you realize you need to make more than what you're able to do, you may get to that point, especially with some customers where your needs have increased and uh, your your needs have increased beyond what they're able to meet. And you say, okay, it's time. And, uh, And all of those things are okay. The question is then to quit or not to quit. Is it better to just end it or is it better to pause the relationship and you put it on the back burner? I think that's kind of what I've done with Uber where it's more like I've paused it, put it on the back burner. Uh, With Uber, it has been maybe, I'm sorry, Uber Eats, it has been where it's maybe closer to that last reason where it's just, you know, the value no longer meets what I need. But for me, it wasn't a decision to totally quit. So, you know, you've just got to ask yourself, is it time to totally just say you're completely done with somebody or is it something that you keep keep the options open just in case things do change? I think here's a couple of final thoughts that I've got on this issue. You know, the first one is don't burn the bridge unless you know without an absolute shred of doubt that you never want to cross that bridge again. Sometimes you get to that point and maybe the best thing you can do is go ahead and burn that bridge. But if you're getting anywhere close to your feeling like any of these lines is being crossed, I really, really encourage you go to episode seven. And we did this in the business planning section of the series. But in that, we talked about creating an exit plan, starting to think about what do you want to do next? You know, what what is in line with you? What are the things you're passionate about? What are the things that are a really good fit for you? Start thinking about that. Start using your time when you're driving to start preparing for that kind of thing. I think there's a time where you grow past what this gig can offer, and that's not a bad thing. But if you think you're anywhere close to that, you need to start thinking about and planning for what can I do next? 
So that kind of wraps up the topic for today, but it also wraps up the customer service section of our series. And tomorrow, we begin our last segment where we talk about employee relations. Now, remember that you've got a responsibility to take care of your employee. And when you're self-employed, guess who that employee is? Thank you for tuning in and joining us today. I invite you to come on over to our website at deliveronyourbusiness.com. That takes you to the podcast section of our website or to entrecourier.com, which gets you into the blog and all the other sections there. You can look us up at Twitter, Facebook, even LinkedIn by searching for Entree Courier. Uh, Come on over and sign up for our weekly newsletter that we send out every Monday morning. We call it the Courier Nation Motivation. You can look for our podcast on all of the main podcast channels like iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Folks, if I have provided some good information for you, if this website, if this podcast is useful, if if we've earned the right to ask this question because of all of those things, could you share the news? Could you spread the word? Let people know about us. If there are other drivers that you think could benefit from this, this point them our way. Uh, share us on social media. Uh, you can leave reviews at iTunes because that kind of stuff helps us get found. And what that does is if more people find us, we can help more people with their business. One last thing that I ask is please go out there, take control of your business, go out there and be the boss. Yeah.